1: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha.
0: And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: And we are back with another Monday mini in which I complain about things. You ready, Annie? Yay! <laughs> JK, sort of. You know, as... A lot of stuff is happening on the interwebs, Um, and all of my TikTok has been some amazing content, including the Montgomery Brawl, things that are happening with Eminem. Apparently, he just released a track. Uh, And Sound of Freedom, the movie, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to talk a little about it, has been popping up. And then, obviously... The algorithm I have is people contesting this movie and talking about how this movie is not what you think, as well as the people behind it are not great, as in fact, they may be telling on themselves. Uh, but we're not getting into those conspiracy theories necessarily. Uh, yeah, so before we jump into this, we're, we're talking about trafficking, essentially. Uh, so if you're like, I, I, we're not really going into too de- too much detail or any specific incidents, but we want to talk about why why this is a matter that we should be talking about. So if this is like a oh, wait for a little while, I understand it. But yeah, know that, know that it's not the happiest of topics. I just want to take a minute to remind everybody what sex trafficking actually is and also just trafficking in general. And just kind of have a reminder. I know most of our listeners already know and they're very well aware, but for those who are sneaking in or are trying to find new episodes, a short episode, and they got this title, they're like, ooh. This is going to be good. Maybe we can get some education. Um, As everyone who uh, listens to the show knows, I am a social worker. I was in the field uh, since I graduated for... (laughs) Technically, I guess for 20 years. (laughs) That made me panic. I'm not going to lie. And the latter part of my career was working with at-risk teens with the Department of Juvenile Justice. And I worked with a chunk of young women and young men who were uh, involved in CSEC or what is also known as commercially sexually exploited children. And they're uh, a specialized group of at-risk teens that we talk about and work for. So when I talk about these issues, I'm not necessarily an expert, but I'm definitely not a novice to it. I know what I'm talking about. I do have personal experience and professional experience in working in this field. So what made me even come into this, Annie, and I've already complained to you about this, is while checking in on my family, I was just... Because if we had a really severe storm, y'all, we had limbs falling. I'm having to pay thousands of dollars for tree work. I'm very unhappy and sad. But at the same time, I got a good deal. So cheers to that. Um, But I was checking in on my family and their activity. They were talking about how they had gone to see Sound of Freedom at theaters. Very proud of that fact, by the way. And I think they thought that I would approve of this. And they didn't ask me my opinion. I try to quickly turn the subject because, as you know, as much as I love my family Our opinions differ greatly. And not that it would be bad, but these topics are hit and miss. And sometimes we can have a rational conversation. And sometimes we get in outright fights, maybe publicly, at restaurants (laughs) where we end up crying. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so I didn't want to talk about it. But, you know, the comment was, it's so sad. Watch this movie, you know, but people need to know about it was this comment. And I just kind of just, I don't say much. I move on. Um, and then people are probably like, oh, you should say something. Again, this is about the fact that I've done this with my family for years and years and years. And there's only so much you can do. As well as the fact that keeping the peace sometimes just means being quiet um, and choosing that battle. I think people know what I'm talking about. However, mm. so one of the things about sound. Do you know much about the movie, Annie?
0: No. I, okay. I- have a general vibe, but that's right. it.
1: <laughs> that, That's essentially my my thing too. Mm-hmm. I had a general vibe of it, and I'm like, I already know this is going to be bad because the main actor who uh, has been spewing QAnon the conspiracies on the press tour for this movie, including once again talking about harvesting of children for some kind of drug for the leftists. So, oh <laughs> yes. Yes, that's apparently what I've seen. I don't know. I'm sure there's things I'm missing about this, whatever, whatnot. Um, but it's based, and I'm going to say this with big quotes, very loosely on a real-life person named Tim Ballard, who supposedly has gone to different places in the country and has stopped sex trafficking rings, as he says. Oh, He has... Been brought in front of uh, politicians to talk about this situation and issues. No surprise, one of those times was in 2019. I think we know who was in office at that point in time, all these things. And I, I don't want to rag on the fact that he was thinking he did good works. Part of this conversation was that he was a missionary. And this was a part of the thing, and, and y'all, I'm not going to lie, part of the thing I wanted to do as a missionary was this type of work as well, thinking that I was going to save children. Also, I wanted to be in the medical field as well, and trying to do things. But, you know, when you, when you really believe you're doing something, you really want to be in the right. So, there's so many things. He also apparently is a part of the Church of the Latter-day Saints, and he still, I believe, is a member of that church. Apparently, he got onto Jordan Peterson's podcast and bragged that he broke up a ring in South Africa that was harvesting children for organs. None of that has been validated, from what I gather, but this is the man that this movie is based on. Um, And it is said by the team, the production team and directors, that it was very heavily dramatized, and they took a lot of liberties, quote-unquote, with the story narratives. So we know that that's for anything and everything. Anything that's, like, based on a true story, it probably was, like, they got his name and the location, and then they did what they want. We know this. Mm -hmm. it's for all the shows. I'm saying this for, like, any and all movies. Be very careful what you see when you say it's based on a true story. (laughs) Because technically, Mm -hmm. like, we know that The Conjuring is based on... <laughs> a true Inspired story Inspired well. by true Inspired. moments. Exactly. <laughs> so, we're going we're gonna to leave it at that.
2: Can I rant for a sec? Please.
1: I just wanted to kind of remind the the statistics. And I'm going to go to Polaris. Polaris is one of the biggest and the most accurate factual statistics when it comes to sex trafficking um, in this country and around the world. They have worked for years and they are a mandated organization that has uh, been around. So it's trusted. I think both left and right would agree that they are a trusted research site. (sighs) I say this now and then I'm going to... If one day we do get outed by incels or extremists we we may have a lot of arguments to be said but whatever <laughs> but just as a reminder that the recruiters are not typically strangers and when i say recruiters those who exploit children those who come and kidnap the children that type of level that we see uh, in tiktok about how they're putting they're marking your cars with baloney Sandwich meat, and you think you're going to be trafficked, (laughs) that is typically untrue. As in fact, it says that family members and caregivers make up 33% of those who recruit. Intimate partners make 28%, and employers make 22%. And to give this example, I literally have had mothers who have pimped out their own children. And when I say pimp out, they send them on dates, whatever, whatnot, and or use them as labor. And when we're talking about trafficking, Polaris is talking about all types of trafficking, but we know most of the time the biggest one that gets the most hype is sex trafficking, but they do talk about labor trafficking as well. And we don't talk about this enough, by the way, when we talk about like domestic work or domestic help or international and migrant workers and how a lot of them are trafficked in, but we ignore that. We ignore that. And I find that very, very telling. Also, um, one of the big things that you should know that types of services that, that are trafficked for, it is for uh, massage, uh, residential, commercial sex work, and pornography. But this is specific to that type of sexual uh, trafficking. So, once again, I think we have to have that conversation. And there have been articles with experts who have talked about this, and I want to take some quotes and, and remind people of that. And this article is from the USA Today, and it was uh, written by Kristen Abrams, who's a senior director of combating human trafficking at the McCain Institute. So this is her job, and this is what she had to say, that this movie... By highlighting false narratives and reinforcing inaccurate stereotypes, we condition ourselves to be on high alert for things like windowless vans, failing to notice actual signs of exploitation. In doing so, we may miss the economically and socially vulnerable young person lured into trafficking by others of meals, gifts, shelters, or simple companionship. And that is exactly what I saw in my work. I had many kids who ran away from a really bad situation, or even a a not great situation, not bad. just just not great because they have been told by friends that they could come over and hang out with us and we are young or we are cool and then they get tricked into things. And by the way, these young kids are often the kids that people don't want to deal with because they have a lot of issues, whether it's they have behavioral issues, whether they have uh, attitudes or sometimes or whether they're just loners. All of those things oftentimes lead to becoming this and trying to find their group and when they feel like they found a group who lavishes you with gifts then you're like that's this is cool and then you think you have freedom and then on top of that later on you're told nope you owe me money which is the biggest thing that I've seen kids thinking that they have to stay with somewhere because they they owe them money if not they're going to get hurt and then when they are quote-unquote rescued they're usually not happy I will say I've had many kids who are happy for a split second, but then think that the other way is better and try to run away again. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. And these are the same people. These are the same kids that most of the people who are like crying about this child trafficking ring. We like, I don't want to block them up. Like I've right. seen that so many times. And these are the same reasons like this type of line, these types of movies. This is why kids are charged with prostitution instead of being seen as victims. And that's a whole different conversation. I know we're slowly changing that, but that narrative really hasn't changed when it comes to being judged individually and who could be treatable. This article goes on, it says, in addition to problematic depictions of child trafficking, it's also troubling how Sound of Freedom glorifies rescue missions, disregarding decades of research and experience showing that international sting operations are dangerous, sometimes illegal, often unethical, and fail to dismanage or discourage human trafficking. While rescues and raids make for an action-packed movie, they are far from the preferred response to any kind of human trafficking. I feel like that should just be on a billboard (laughs) for everyone to see. Because, again, the people who you're trying to help often are the ones that get hurt. Then what kind of mission was that to begin with? Right, And I've seen this once again. And also, it's amazing who gets punished. Again, like we talked about, it may be the children that sometimes get punished more so than the adults. And yeah, the customers, they are rarely noticed, unless they're doing a whole like sting operation with the uh, FBI and GBI who does the internet stuff. <laughs> the catcher predator stuff, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's when they get that's when they get caught, which doesn't yeah. work out well either, but still. That's the only time I could think of like the, them being actually prosecuted. And then it goes on, instead of buying into false narratives of child trafficking or promoting outdated responses, Congress has this unique ability to help create a safer world for all kids. So, This is the other part I want to talk about. I actually recently met up with my good friend, Courtney, who's been on the show before. and We've talked about the woes and ins and outs of of the the system, which is really set up so corruptly that it doesn't help anyone. But it's workers like her who tried their damnedest to work in a system that's set up to uh, fail, essentially, the children. And we have talked about what this looks like. And she actually specifically talked about CSEC, again, the Sexually Exploited Children, and about the fact that she can't find treatment for these kids because they don't get enough funding. Um, surprisingly, they're asking, and some of them are asking up to, like, I think $5 million. But for an organization and for things that we pay for, and the movie, by the way, made millions of dollars. Millions <laughs> of dollars. And it's been on record. It's not going to anyone. It's going straight to the directors and the actors and to to Tim Ballard for sharing his story, like that's where it's going. It's not actually going to any organizations that could help open up five mean, into what thirty, at least thirty facilities that could open up and for CSEC children that have no place to go. And, and y'all, as a person who sole responsibility was to try to find treatment places for these kids that actually helped and not just locked them up and had poor service so they wouldn't be homeless, it's it's hard.
3: Start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily.
5: To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I think the entire time of all the kids that I had that were actually classified, and by the way, to classify a child as a C-sec, the children have to admit that they were exploited. Which do you know how many kids would say that they'd be like, no, I was just hanging out with my boyfriend, or no, I'm just hanging out with my friends, or so, no, I was hanging out with my mom. Do you know how often times? Yeah, because part of that <laughs> narrative was because they don't want to believe that they are either because that's not what happened. They di- they didn't get kidnapped by strangers, right? All the other things happen. That's horrible right. to you think. Yeah, anger, anger. <laughs> but mm-hmm. to have. That to get them services, they have to admit it in the state of Georgia, which was infuriating because it was very rare. This also comes into the lines of the idea, but the kid, they, 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 they need to do it themselves. They, they have to get help themselves. Their kids, <laughs> they wouldn't have to be in the situation if people around them made good choices for them. Like there's so many things to this. Like if there wasn't perpetrators like out there trying to get them, if there wasn't customers perpetrators also out there who who call ask for a demand of this. Like the, 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 the so many things. Our system's and so the one of the biggest things like all of these facilities that may help do not exist. And a lot of them are mainly religious. And that in itself is a pushback. Just an FYI. So it's really funny because we have tons of churches in the state of Georgia alone that get a lot of money. And yet these church funded Organizations don't have enough to actually do service. Odd. Right? <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, they keep on saying um, this means leading a global coalition of governments that commit to sharing information and increasing funds for survivor protection, prevention, and perpetrator prosecution. And then they go on to say this also means adopting new protections for children in the child welfare system partnering with those who have lived experiences, the real-life heroes of anti-trafficking movement in policymaking and investing in technology to detect all forms of exploitation. <sighs> that's the other part they don't want to talk about, is that they are in the part of the welfare system which they want to shut down so badly. They should want to shut this down so badly. But people who hate the system and say that it shouldn't exist and that they don't deserve more money are the same people going to pay for tickets to this movie that's doing... Nothing but spread more disinformation. I am so upset <laughs> when things get onto sort of like this because of my experiences with these young kids who do. Who, there are finally some that really do want to get out, but there's nothing set up for them to help them because the places that I had to put them were not great. And I wouldn't want to be there. I remember talking about that. We would have a back and forth. Like, I don't, I would never want to be here. You have to be in a room with three other kids. They may have bed bugs, which we had several facilities that had bed bugs that rarely get closed. They get an allowance, kind of. They have to wake up every day at 8 a.m. And then maybe or maybe not go to counseling. That's not really suited for them, but that's all they have. And then also are our medications. I still don't get that. I'm like, they were medicating them so harshly because they didn't want to truly treat these children. And then if the kids could play nice enough for a little while, we would release them back home and hope that was for the best. Removing a child from a home is never good. Trying to find a way to get them back home is almost impossible where they can thrive. Don't get me wrong, it's happened. And yes, some children really understand and take an effort to it. But if I was one of those kids going through those troubled times, I wouldn't want to do that either. And because we give so little funding and so little help that these places just become a shelter. They don't treat children. And children who are truly trafficked need so much treatment, not just the counseling for the trauma that they went went through, but their own behavioral, because there's so many things to this, so many layers to trafficking victims, trafficked victims, whether it's poverty, whether it's mental health, whether it's behavioral, that they don't address that. Instead, we see this flight little movie About a white dude who went to save the people of color, and yay, Jesus. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's kind of how I feel like these things go, no? Uh, I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I have worked with some amazing people. Unfortunately, some of these amazing people, their funding gets cut so quickly, and it, it feels like the good ones are the ones that leave first. I know in the state of Georgia, we do have an organization called Georgia Cares. They get paid thirty five thousand a year to be a master's level employee to handle a caseload that is probably five counties wide. That equals to that point, and they have to travel every day, and they don't get reimbursed for all the things that they have to do. It, that's the problem with the trafficking system. That's an issue. That's where the money should be. That's the heroes, that they have to go around and hear these horrible stories and and have to deal with this. And then the turnover rate is so exponential, y'all. Like, I don't think I ever worked with a caseworker twice in my seven years that I worked with DJJ. It's horrible. So, just as a reminder, these movies are fabricated movies. And... I'm not even going to talk about the conspiracy theories that they hold, but they are really doing some harm for those who are actually doing this work. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to remind everyone because it's never ending. It's true. It's true. Happy Monday. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: how you introduced this topic to me, but I, I didn't know what we were talking about. You're like this, and I was like, oh, and you're okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but uh and it, it's a very important thing to talk about. It's something that comes up in our conversations all the time, especially how um conservative people use trafficking to to accomplish their goals or to obfuscate or hide uh something. And always appreciate you sharing your expertise and and everything that you learned, that you know, Um, because I know it isn't easy. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. of course.
0: well, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this, please let us know. You can email us at Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff Whenever Told You. We have a tea Public store you can check out. We also have a book that you can pre-order at com. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stefan never told you's production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things
1: in life should be boring
0: Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated.
4: PNC Bank a National Association, member FDIC. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots.